Hello and welcome to Combat Talk Podcast. My name is Charlie and we are joined once again here with Bella Toilet Heavyweight, Mr. Lee the Butcher Chadwick. How are you doing, man? I'm good, mate. It's good to see you again. Good, good. Thank you for coming on once again. Uh, so tell me, how are you doing right now? How's camp going? Camp's good. Um, if I'm honest, at the minute I'm tired. I've been pushing it daily. I'm training three or four times a day. So, you know... It's going well. It's it's the way it should be at the minute. Um, still plenty of time to go to. Great. And um, you're training out in uh, ASW Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, it's ASW Lee up in um, Wigan. Oh, oh yes. But um, I've seen a few times. You're 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 you're, you're always down in uh, Liverpool the majority of the time. In that yeah. Day. Well, we're actually moving next week. We're moving out of our normal headquarters. We're moving into a gym called Four Corners Combat Gym. Um, so that'll be in Liverpool. So we will be based in Liverpool. But there's also another ASW Liverpool, which is in Skemsdale, uh, that I quite often go to because my friends own that. Great. Well, uh, first of all, I want to ask you about, you know, back in uh, November, you uh, came off a great split decision win. Um, I was actually yeah. there... I was there in crowd to actually see it. And um, you fought a great battle, actually. Can you give us a bit of a breakdown, even before the fight? What were you thinking? And even during the fight, what was your mindset going into the whole bout? Yeah, the, the guy the guy who fought Arunas, I knew he was a good striker. He was going to try and pick me off and get points and um, avoid the takedown. So um, my goal was to try and shut him down, get him to the cage, um, cut work side to side, coming in and out so that he's not catching me with flying knees and kicks and stuff like that. So it was quite a methodical game plan for that fight. Uh, tell me, are you satisfied with the judges scoring in that fight? No, not at all. Um, I mean, it, if he was, if anything, at the worst case scenario, he might have had uh, maybe... One round, but two rounds, unanimous decision. All three judges should have said I, I won the fight because um, I built up throughout each round. I stepped it up each round. The third round, I took him out for the took him down for the full fight for the full round. So how could the judge give that round to him? Do you know what I mean? If, of course, of course. Yeah, and um... he was saying he was attacking the Kimura, but I was allowing him to attack that Kimura to burn time on the clock because it's just a it's a tactic that you do as a wrestler burn time keep it on the ground if it looks like he's trying to submit me um, even though it's not effective um, the referee won't stand it up and it gives me more time to work and try and pass the guard but um, there was no chance he's pulling my arm up I've got a um, 150 kilo guys trying to do that to me and they don't do it so I knew for a fact that um, that was the only points that the commentators were giving him on the fight. Is there any changes that we should expect to see from you in May compared to your last fight in November? Definitely. Um, if I'm honest, it was uh, I didn't get out that, that last fight. Uh, I I used a smart game plan, um, shut him down. Um, to be honest, he wouldn't engage. I thought he'd engage a bit more. Um, I expected more from him. I expect when I seen him fight James Mullerin, he mauled him, didn't he? Cut him up, yes. beat him up, and I thought, okay, that's the fight I was preparing for. So I kept waiting, expecting him to come at me, and the time never come. And by the time 
you know, round by round. The, the, the rounds go so fast when you're in the moment, you know what I mean? So um, it was a bit of a, that last fight was, you know, I won the fight um, and I won it easily. Um, but this next fight I'd like to be, to be honest with you, I want it to be more messy. I want a more of a fight. I want it to be, a, and I think I'll get that off this guy because he's a bit like the guy I fought in Italy. Um, he's a black belt on the ground. He can strike as well. He's got a good record. He's, you know, he's fought on KSW many times. He's fought Jack Hermanson. So I think he's going to be confident in himself and he's going to come forward, which will bring out the best in me. Because, you know, I don't, I hate chasing people. And I find that a lot with yes. um, some people at a fight. I end up chasing them around the cage because they don't want to engage. They don't want to clinch and they don't want to brawl with me. Even if they're good strikers, they don't want to brawl with me because that's my avenue. Close close combat is my thing. And go back into what you said. You wanted to make it messy, even from my viewer perspective of even watching the fight right near to the cage. Um, you were chasing him with... You were using a lot of your um, lead overhand left, you know, and uh, that you, yeah. you were trying to turn it into a brawl. But, um, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, once you were were victorious, at the end of the day, that's what really matters. Yeah. Well, the last round, my coach said to me, listen, um, you need to put a stamp on this fight, take him down, catch him on a flying knee. and Because he just kept throwing flying knees. He wasn't even timing them right. Um, so he said, when he throws a flying knee, grab him, slam him to the floor, keep him there, beat him up. And in May, you know, you have a fight against, um, I must say, Rosansky. Um, yeah, making his Bell- Rosansky, yeah. Yeah, making his Bellator debut, actually. Um, 13 wins in his pro MMA career and surprisingly a very hard guy to finish. You know, um, give me your thoughts on this guy. What do you think? Of him? Um, I think he's tough. Um I think he's tough, you know. You know, he's he's good on the ground. He can he can stand and bang. He can take a beat, and he's not being finished. So you know, he's going to be a tough guy. But um, I do want to finish him. I want to submit him or knock him out. Um, so I'll I will be coming in hard for that. Um, it'll be another. You know, I, I don't get no easy fights. It's just going to be another test for me to prove um what level I really am at. And um, based off his skill, do you see any advantages in, in your game compared to him? Yeah, wrestling. Um, wrestling and judo. Um, he's a BJJ guy. He likes to work off his back, I think. Um, he's got quite a few submissions off his back. Um, and he likes to work on top. But in the middle is where I excel. Clinch, cage control, um judo um, trips and stuff like that. So um, I do think I am the better wrestler. Um, and my submissions are a bit more tricky than his. He, he does the basic arm bars. He likes triangles, chokes, stuff like that. But I do a lot of... I, I've been catch wrestling for about nearly a decade now. So there's a lot of stuff that jiu-jitsu people don't see that I'm going to be trying to work on. Yeah, so let's see. If you come out... Uh with the victory here in May. Uh, that'll be three straight wins in a row right now. What do you yeah. want from this win? 
Yeah, well, I want we've we've been in talks with Bellator, and they've said um, put this guy away. They're going to be giving me top ten opponents um, and bigger contracts and stuff like that. So um, this is like a good shot for me to really boost me me profile. Do you see yourself fighting for the belt in the next two years, year or two? Yeah, that's what I'll be shouting out for after this win. I want I want I want to fight him. I've already called out a guy on Instagram. Um, Julius Anglicus, he's ranked. Oh, yes, five. Course. yes, yes, Anglicus, of course. He's a nice, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. There's no animosity. Um, I've got respect for him. I've seen him get beat by Nemkov and then he got beat by Phil Davis. Um, I think where he lacks is where I excel. Um, he's ranked number five in Bellator, and I think you know, get that fight with him. Um, it'll put me right in content closer contention for the belt um, because he's coming off title fights of two, a former a champion and a former champion so you know he's I, I commented on a post for the Dublin card said do you fancy um, throwing Dan in Dublin and he put he would love to he said he would love to so um, I said well you know you let Bellator know I'll let Bellator know and you know see if we can make that fight happen for Dublin in September yeah, so you so you want to be pretty active if you get the win in May, you know that's um that's four or five months later. So you want to be pretty active. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I've wanted to be active for years. This last this this pandemic has slowed everything right down. I'm used to having three or four fights a year, as you can see by my record. Um, at certain stages of my career, I've actually done that for a few years, um, and that's why I've had so many fights. I love fighting, and you know the more the merrier. Um, I'd I'd fight. I want to fight in September, and I'd like to get another one in before Christmas if I can. Try and make up for lost time over the pandemic, because all I've been doing is training and learning, you know. Um, so I want to start, you know, putting everything to practice in the cage. We went back talking about the rankings, and you've um, Nemkov came up, you know, and if in a couple of weeks he'll be defending his belt in the heavyweight Grand Prix against Corey Anderson. How do you see that fight playing out? I think Corey will beat him. Um, I've seen too much weakness in him when he fought Julius. Um, he got dropped by Julius Anglicus. Um, and I, I do like Nemkov's grand game and his cardio, but I think Corey's a little bit too dynamic for him. And, I, um, do, I, do, yeah. I do, do think Corey could beat him. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's at the point right now where we can actually start comparing you to these top guys. You know, um, so much experience and uh, very close, as you mentioned, with one win to go when you're right in that ranking scheme. How yeah. do you compare yourself to fighters like um, Vadim Nemkov, Corey Anderson, Julius Anglicus? Yeah, well, um, I do believe that a lot of the fighters in, in the top the top um, 10 I am better than anyway um, um, Julius Anglicus he's a, he's, a, he's a good striker he's a boxer very tough looks like he's made of steel but um, he, he doesn't look he, he's not very clued up on the ground he might be strong and he can survive and stuff like that but he's got no um, his, his skill level's really low on the ground I believe so I think you know I could take him out with a submission I wouldn't right. type of fighter like that. I would I would have a good good slug match with, but as soon as I see the opportunity, I'd be taking them down and submitting them. Great. And uh, last question here because I do not want to keep you here too long. 
Uh, speaking of, you you're from Liverpool right now, and um, yeah. I want to talk about you know Liverpool's rising stars at the moment. You know, Marley McCann, Paddy Pimplet. Like, any thoughts on those guys? You know, they're doing the city proud, and um, yeah, they're doing well. They're, they're great they're, characters. They're, they're, they are the pushing MMA, and they're doing well. And you know, it's going to put more kids in um the lo- local gyms and stuff like that, and give. There'll be a bit of a boom in gyms for MMA gyms in in the city, so you know it's a good thing. And you know, personally, I know Paddy. Um, I know Paddy anyway, but personally, I you know Molly. Um, you know, me, my wife's friends with Molly as well, so I really like her as a person. She's a she's a very humble, humble girl, and um, you know, she she loves every minute of it, and she deserves it. So I'm happy for them. Same with Tom as well. He's a humble guy. Tom Aspinall, um, you know, um, I think they deserve every success they get. Um, and they are doing good things for the city. So hats off to them. And tell me, did you catch the, the UFC London code? I did, yeah. I watched all of it, yeah. Yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Especially um, Molly's outstanding spinning back of KO and Paddy's performance. It was you know? good because I thought she was fading. She looked like she started to fade in the third round, and I thought, and then the other girl was coming on strong, showboating a bit. But she left the, the, the tall girl left her face in that position for far too long in the clinch. Um, luckily, Molly felt the position she was in, and thought she's been there about 30 seconds. I'm going to throw this elbow, and she did it, and it landed. So, um, you know, hats off to her for saying that. It was brilliant getting a viral knockout like that. And um, as for Paddy as well, um, you know the guy. I don't know why why he tried to take Paddy down because that that's his, you know, that's his that's forte, his, isn't it? Yeah, that's his bread and butter. I think the guy panicked and the pressure got to him, and he just ended up doing the wrong thing straight away. Because as soon as he shot, I thought, well, that's you know, you're you're gonna get finished soon, mate. Great, excellent. That was it, Lee Chadwick, the butcher. Check him out, Bellator London. We'll see you soon. Best of luck. Cheers, mates. Thank you. Thank you.